Greetings fellow tech seekers, Sean from Silicon Theory here, and this is Silicon Theory Radio. Wherever it is that you're hearing us, whether it's on anchor.fm or your favorite podcast platform, thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm going to ask and answer a question for myself, and then give you the reason why. So, I want to buy an Apple Watch, but should I? The answer is no, and here's why. A little bit of backstory, I originally got into the wearable game with the OG Motorola 360, and as an Android enthusiast, the idea of Android on my wrist was, well, let's just call a spade a spade, pretty freaking awesome. So I owned it, I used it, I used it a ton actually, and the ability to have and receive and reply uh, notifications for messages right on your wrist is super underrated. It also gives you the ability to glance at things like email and then decide immediately if you want to take action on them, dismiss them, or table them for later. And the initial version of Android Wear in its infancy was a little bit unpolished and a little bit unfinished, but it certainly was practical and it allowed you to do a limited number of things extremely, extremely well and super efficiently. I actually, during the time of owning and using using completely my uh, Moto 360, I purchased a home and got a ton of information from my realtor that I was able to respond quickly to via my Moto 360 while at work. So I'm at the office and a message, text message comes in from my realtor saying, hey, uh, I've got a new property I want you to look at. Can you make it tomorrow at 9 a.m.? I could quickly use smart replies and say yes, no, or if I needed to give for an additional bit of information, I could launch the uh, voice interface and then speak quickly into my wrist and then have it send that text message back without even having to pull my phone out of my pocket. It's that kind of functionality and and the ability to read emails right on my wrist very quickly, the first couple of lines, and say, okay, I don't want to deal with this, and swipe it away, which dismisses the notification on your phone so that you can get to it when you want to get to it. It's that kind of functionality that really made smart wearables uh, kind of a a must-have for me. And sadly, the OG Moto 360 went the way of the dodo. Hey, motorcycle. The announcement that the Moto 360 was not going to get Wear 2.0 was a bit disappointing, but kind of understandable because the first generation of hardware was not very good. There was some jank. Some of it was due to the software. Some of it was due to the hardware. But overall, the ability for the OG Moto 360 to compete in the modern smart wearable landscape, especially as it pertains to Android, was just not long for this world. And around uh, about a year later, I believe, is when Apple began to introduce its Apple Watch. The Series Zero, I guess, or the original version of the Apple Watch, was in many ways a vastly superior hardware device, even if the software was mostly vastly inferior from an iOS perspective. But that's then, and now is a completely different story. The Apple Watch is probably, well, not probably, it is the dominant smart wearable on the face of the earth. It's really underutilized in terms of what its potential could be, and I think a lot of that is the watchOS platform still just not really very good. But for what it does, the Apple Watch is amongst the best. It's got a lot of health and fitness tracking apps. They have a partnership with Nike uh, to include a a run tracker. It comes with standalone GPS as well as connected LTE bands if you want to have it. 
the battery life is fine. It's got some really nice interface features in terms of the digital crown, which you can rotate to interface with the watch, as well as actually tap on the screen using the Taptic Engine to get feedback that will allow you to respond to messages, dismiss notifications, as well as launch additional apps if you so desire. So it's really the best right now, and it pains me a great deal to say that because I'm an Android guy. Like, to say that the Apple Watch is the best smart wearable out there and it's not even close, that hurts, man. It really hurts. But there are starting to see, we are starting to see some changes. IFA 2018 had a few wearables. The Skagen Watch was amongst those that looks like it's going to be really refreshing. Uh, things like the Tick Watch Pro have come out recently that have some kind of unique designs. They've got the e-ink display that allows you to get somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 minutes, or 30 minutes, what am I talking about? 30 days worth of battery life in certain circumstances. And even in most Android Wear circumstances, you can use it to get around two to three days on average, and as many as five, depending on your mixed case usage. So it's really, it's really an interesting time in smart wearables out there right now. But all of these devices have yet to reach their potential. Now, as you're probably aware, we're coming up on the Apple event here on the 12th, and we're expecting to see the Series 4 version of the Apple Watch with a bigger display, more robust fitness and health tracking features, as well as potentially increased battery life, or at the very least, the same with more expanded capabilities. And that means a couple of things. One, that pretty much we can guarantee that all of the previous generations of Apple's devices are going to go on some kind of discount, either limited or permanent, and there are going to be a ton of people who are going to be upgrading to the newest, latest and greatest from Apple because that's just what Apple people do. And so, to answer my initial question, I was looking at, I was actually looking at the Nike Sportband version of the 42mm Apple Watch Series 3, which you can get for around $300 either on Apple's website or on bestbuy.com here in the US and I almost pulled the trigger I really did it's a good-looking watch I think I could make significantly more use out of it than most people in that use case but I didn't because I'm waiting until after the Apple announcement to see if the series 4 release really drives down the price of the previous generations because I don't need LTE. GPS is pretty much the only thing I need for when I go on my runs. And I can use it to read and respond to messages on an Android platform. I can use it to track all of the health and fitness information that I want. I can use it also to dictate messages if I so desire, recalling back my uh, OG Moto 360 days. And I can also use it for telling time, which is kind of a good thing in a watch, right? But the answer to the question is, should I buy one today? Absolutely not. Because even though I don't necessarily need all of the features of the Apple Watch Series 4, and the Series 3 would work plenty fine for me, I think that we're going to have some significant discounts and potentially even some significant changes in wearables in the not-too-distant future. And, you know, Qualcomm has promised us some, an update to the Snapdragon Wear 2100 processor, which should bring much more computing power, a much smoother experience, and a much better set of features to the Android uh, smart wearables, presumably coming at the end of the year. Although Google has already confirmed that there will be no Pixel Watch, more is the pity. But now is definitely not the right time to buy anything. So if you're thinking about it like me, if you're considering it like me, wait a couple days and let's see what happens.
Thanks again for listening. Remember, as always, you can find all of our content over at SiliconTheory.com. We're going to have uh, extensive coverage of the Apple event as it happens. We're going to be live blogging it, so make sure you head on over to the website and bookmark our page for that. You can follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We constantly have Instagram stuff going up that's translated over to our Twitter page, so make sure you check that out. And then, of course, you can check out our video feed at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory, or just mash the link in the bio. Thanks again, and remember, as always, we will talk tech soon.